Hey, this is Ray Duckler. Today, I uh, don't have any guests. I just wanted to speak for a few minutes about a topic that I think should be uh, the highest priority for lawmakers in this state, but it doesn't seem to be. It's about the funding of public education. It's an old topic, an old issue, and there doesn't seem to be any kind of resolution in the near future. So I've been working on uh, Pittsfield as the core for the column. This is following uh, the piece and the broadcast by NHPR. I did a great piece a few months ago on this problem, and I followed up on it, speaking to teachers and students and administrators, who all of whom say that this is an absolute tragedy, that Pittsfield does not have the resources to provide what other schools provide. It's happening in Franklin and other schools too. Property poor towns cannot fit the bill like places such as Bow or Bedford. And it's, it's at the point where I've heard certain schools, maybe like in even the Epsom area, can't afford to have salad at maybe an end of the year type of event because there's no more lettuce. They can't afford lettuce. Or maybe there's a cookout and they can't afford hamburgers. They have hot dogs only. And that's not even moving into the areas of pens, textbooks, notepads, things like that, that, uh, that property-rich school districts take for granted. Hey, that's just part of, what, part, it's part of the deal. My kid goes to public school, that's included. Well, no, it's not. It's not included, at least not everywhere, in a place like Franklin. I'm not going to pretend I'm an expert on this. You want to you want to get the actual, real meat and potatoes of this issue. You can speak to attorneys like John Tobin, who has represented these uh, property poor school districts and trying to fight for uh, equality in education. What I did was I went to Pittsfield and I spoke to a couple of students, Col uh, Colton Gordette and Colby Wolf, and I spoke to Superintendent John Freeman. And let's see, I spoke to uh, Derek Hamilton, who is the district's dean of operations. I spoke to a couple of school teachers, uh, Alyssa Hepler, Jennifer Massey, and this is a real concern, or should be, I see this as the top priority as far as a problem goes in this state, and then everything else is way, way below this. Apologies, please, to anyone involved in the opioid crisis, but public fun funding for public education should be equal throughout the state, and it's not, based on property taxes. When I sat down and met the two students, Colton Gordette and Colby Wolf. I met two young men, they're both graduating seniors, who had, there was a light shining in their minds. 
there was a light coming out of their eyes. And the light was their love for school. These kids, um, Colton Gaudet is uh, going to Plymouth State University. He wants to study English. He was involved in a uh, leadership group. He was, he and Colby both went to the State House to talk to lawmakers about this inequity in school funding. Colby Wolf is going to the University of New Haven. He um, was also involved. Uh, he, as I said, went to the State House to talk to lawmakers. These kids were, were progressing and advancing and reaching their potential just a few years ago because there, were, there was um, money injected into the school system, grants that were specifically designed to help schools like Pittsfield to improve their education, and it worked. It worked for years, from like 2011 or 12 through a couple of years ago. It worked. There were new programs. There was, there was uh, outside, of, outside of school programs to prepare these kids for uh, life's challenges. There was uh, different programs, extra programs that are now gone because the money's gone. The grants have dried up. And the, our, legislator, our legislators are still trying to figure out what an adequate education is. I mean, the, the lawsuit that happened years back, 20 years ago, was public schools, there should be equity in public school funding. And the state should be responsible for that. So the state decided to throw out the term adequate education. Very vague term, just very open-ended. They started to then submit, uh, contribute funding to schools like Pittsfield, but it was well below what each student would have needed to at least come close to the education in other districts. It wasn't even close. I think it was like 3,500 and I think four times that was needed. You have schools like Pittsfield where teachers don't order textbooks anymore because they can't afford them. And the textbooks they have are falling apart. Even things like writing utensils and notebooks, as I said before, are missing. That's a crime. That's, that, that should be a crime. Because you live in Pittsfield, you're not entitled to a good education. You're not entitled to the same education as kids in other areas of the state. Think about that. It's absurd. And so I just wanted to make that point, that I went into the school and I spoke to the kids, teachers. Here's a quote I got from Wolf. Colby Wolf. I asked him if he was embarrassed to mention to other people that he went to Pittsfield. And he said, no, I'm not embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed to go to Pittsfield, but I'm embarrassed that Pittsfield has been put in this position. And it's been that way for years. 
So this student, Wolf, who again is going to the University of uh, New Haven, he's going to study finance, by the way. He's embarrassed because of how our state funds education. He's not embarrassed about Pittsfield Middle High School itself, but the decisions lawmakers have made to fund education in this state. That's what he's embarrassed about. And we should all be embarrassed about that. I don't know. I have no solution. The broad pays tax, the income tax, whatever. Uh, As a solution, I'm not going to throw it out there because live free or die, fine. But an alternative must be found. Or else these kids will continue to use notebooks that are falling apart, uh, textbooks that are falling apart. Extracurricular activities will continue to vanish and teachers will continue to leave those school districts looking for higher salaries elsewhere, and you can't blame them. So Colby Wolf is embarrassed about the educational system in this state, and you should be too. I'll be back next week for another podcast. Thanks for listening. Ray Duckler signing off.